Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series. I'm your host, Annika. You can find me on all the social medias at Annika Hudak. Welcome to episode 19. We are post Dopey. We are post Princess 2023. We are almost done with the Run Disney Race season. We have one more springtime surprise and I'm doing the challenge. So I'm really, really excited for that. That's going to be next month. So we've got, we've still got some training happening. I've got lots of exciting updates and I just, I can't wait to tell you how Princess went and all my updates. So let's just like jump right in. We're going to start with my highs and lows of the past, I guess, two weeks. I waited a little bit to post since my last episode. Sorry. Um, okay, my highs. Um, so my highs, I PR'd twice. I PR'd the Princess 10K, which if you don't know what a PR is, that is personal record, is also known as like your personal best or your fastest time or your fastest official time. I don't know. It can be kind of like whatever you want it to be. Some people go off of like whatever is tracked for them personally. So if it's not like an official race time, but I'm going to go with PR's I mean, they can go either way. You can have an official PR, I guess, and then like a personal PR if one is better. But I actually beat both my last official PR as well as my last like personal PR. So I had a personal one earlier this month or earlier earlier in February. Oh my gosh, it's March already. Earlier in February, I did a training run and I did six miles. I, I yeah yeah I did a ten k. I did. A, did it on my own just training um and I think I did like 115 yeah I think so um, I didn't have that in my notes but my former t- PR was 115 ran the princess 10k and I'm gonna like talk more about the weekend later on but that was just like a total high and then to follow that high I did another 10k which I will also talk about uh the best damn race Orlando I had never done it uh, my friend Allison had a registration that she wasn't going to use. She's like, do you want to do this? And I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. And I decided to try and PR it once more. And another one, another one. She just can't help it. She just can't help it. She just PR princess. Anyway, uh, I did PR that race as well with 108 as my time. It was so human. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. My next high is I, I'm reading my notes and I said, had a great princess weekend. <laughs> so that was definitely a high. Like it was overall a great weekend. Oh my God, I was exhausted. But overall, like I was very happy with that race weekend. And yes, I love race weekends. And like, obviously, like I keep going back to do them and I enjoy them. But it's it's hard for me for race weekends just because I just there's something about it that just takes so much more out of me like I don't there is no like race adrenaline for me necessarily like other than like right at the finish whereas like some people say like oh they don't need to train as much or whatever like they'll still train but like the excitement and the adrenaline of the race itself like at Disney like 
hypes them up so much and then like gives them so much energy and I just like that hasn't really happened for me I just I feel so tired on race days and even as a local like I didn't even have to fly anywhere for these races like come on but yeah I don't know but then walking away from this weekend the princess weekend feeling actually strong after the race was a new experience for me so my final high is I will be traveling to California this month. I'm so excited. My One of my best friends is getting married and I'm in her wedding. That will be my wedding number two of this year, two of three. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited. I can't wait to go out there. And of course, I'm tacking on Disneyland to the end of the trip after the wedding because I'm right there. I'm I'm right there. So I'm so excited. I literally can't believe that that is so soon. Um, March came out of nowhere. Anyway, uh, moving right on to my lows. First low is, again, I've been so exhausted. I don't know what's wrong. Like there must be some underlying stress that I just like can't really pinpoint because I I can feel it in my whole back and neck. Like I have like tension and I just have not been able to sleep. I've gotten a couple good night's sleep here and there the past week. Um, but Princess Weekend especially, I just like had horrible sleep. Um, I don't know. I just am not sleeping well at all. And so I'm trying to take steps to kind of improve that. Like going out and getting more sun during the day. And like making sure I'm exercising. And like making sure I'm not eating too close to bedtime. And... I even took melatonin a few nights, but I think I use these melatonin gummies and I want to say I've had them for far too long. Do those expire? Probably. Uh, maybe that's also why I'm not sleeping well. I don't know. We're, we're working on it. I, <laughs> I, I didn't actually mention this on the podcast up until this point, but I entered the lottery for the New York City Marathon, which if you don't know, it, registration for that is by lottery only. There are a couple of like guaranteed ways that you can secure a bid for this race, but for the general public and for the general everyday person, you have to enter a randomized lottery online and then they take a few weeks to leave it open and then they do the drawing. So they did the drawing. I didn't get it. I, I was on the fence on like if I really wanted it because I was like, oh, I kind of hope I don't get it. But like if I get it, that's like not something to say no to. Like they already charge your credit card. Like you get it, you're going. Like that's a thing. But with the timing of it, it the timing of the race is like the Sunday after I would be in a wedding Friday in California. So I would have had to fly from California to New York on Saturday, run the marathon the next morning, which like isn't ideal. <laughs> like if in a perfect world, if I was going to do the New York City Marathon, I would probably fly in on like Thursday or Friday and get acclimated and maybe do some sightseeing and then make sure I'm like well rested and prepped for race day and like have that whole plan. So I just, I'm happy I didn't get it. I'm like relieved, honestly. I think it's something I do want to do someday, but this year I think it was not in the cards for me, which it's also the same weekend as the Run Disney One and Dine Half Marathon weekend. 
And technically, I could sign up for the half marathon still. I'd be flying from California to Florida on that Saturday right before. And then I'd have to pick up my bib probably the race of uh, the morning of the race at, you know, three in the morning. So, yeah, it's but that just also doesn't sound ideal. Like, (laughs) I don't know if I like that idea. Oh, hello. Cinnabon just walked in. If you're watching on YouTube and my door just opened by itself. But, I mean, that kind of sums up my my highs and lows. So, let's just get right into Princess Weekend. And I want to dive in deeper about some things I already mentioned. But I'm so excited because, again, I felt really good about the race. I was like, very exhausted all weekend, but <laughs> I finally felt good about a race. So, starting off, the expo was Thursday, February 23rd. I got virtual Q group 18 which is pretty good like that's in the first like hour I think of it being open it was not nearly as crazy as Dobie was which was a relief and very nice because marathon weekend expo was absolutely insane like that's the craziest I've ever experienced which I've never actually gone to the expo marathon weekend on opening morning I had been because I had raced the 10K in 2022, but I went to the expo like after work. So I went like in the evening. It was very chill. All the merch was gone, but I mean, I wasn't like super into it. I was only running the 10K and I don't know. It just wasn't as big of a deal, but wow, that was an experience. So it was like nice to go from that to like have it be a little calmer (laughs) princess weekend. Um, they, I did notice that there were signs, maybe there have been signs like this in the past and I just didn't notice them, but I definitely noticed them this time that they had little signs on the ground that said like, put your merch back, like don't leave merch on the floor. And so I was, I was glad for that. The quality assurance though, like, oof, ooh, we were missing the hat, which was shown in the merch preview. They didn't have it at the actual like merch expo there was a certain black jacket that literally sold out from club run disney buying it all so that's interesting like i don't know that i've seen that happen before um it was a cute jacket and so if they make like a nice basic weekend jacket in all black i would think that that's going to be very popular so like i'm wondering why there wasn't more stock purchased for that but Who knows? I think some of the mugs and something else, maybe the magic band had the wrong character for the wrong mileage. Like Moana is the half and Cinderella was a challenge. I think they were swapped next to like the mileage and stuff. Um, The princess ears, the race weekend ears, they had a little crown. A lot of them were like off to the side. Um, so I, I'm sure that was a bummer for people who were very excited for those items. And I, the, I, the mug wasn't a big selling point for me this year. I definitely bought it Marathon Weekend and I love that one. But I don't know. I'm kind of particular about my mugs. So I didn't get it. And I, I don't know. I just didn't get the things that had issues. Um, so sorry to people who were bummed out if they got something and it wasn't exactly how they expected it to be the bib line oh my god like i know people i've heard people say that with this new virtual queue situation for going into the merch and stuff 
that this makes it harder to get like your bib and like the vendor expo is more crazy because it's like just the timing of things is different now and so I didn't really feel that the past two weekends like marathon weekend and wine and dine which are the only other weekends we've used virtual queue but I did feel it this time uh we had to like go through this queue to get your bib and it was like a whole thing it was so weird um but I mean that was it was fine (laughs) but we went to the vendor expo and I stocked up on a couple things I always buy more body glide I always get like some salt chews maybe I always take like free samples the free stickers like all the free things I make sure to go grab those like my free go-go squeeze yes please um but one thing I was not expecting to buy shoes hello so they have the fit to run like trifecta booths basically they have like their snacky booth they have like one shoe booth over here and then they have all their clothes and socks and their features and their accessories and and then they have another shoe booth and uh, something was just calling me i've been having my eye on the ons sneakers like on i know a couple people who have them i just i wasn't sure i don't know i've been thinking about wanting to get like a a lighter racing shoe or even just a lighter running shoe in general and I really loved that they came in an all-white style whereas my hokas my beloved hokey hok (laughs) can I even say it (laughs) hoka gaviota four gaviota four yeah that's what I get um I had those in like four colors no no three colors because I bought um extra pairs for marathon weekend because I wanted extra shoes and now I just kind of switch off to like whatever my vibe is um but they're one of the heaviest shoes on the market and while you don't really feel it in shorter mileage like once you start getting up there you do start feeling it and so I'm kind of thinking I might want to start transitioning somewhere else into lighter shoes and I was talking to a couple people at the booths about my issues basically then like what I was looking for and they were like oh yeah the ons are like gonna be way lighter but I really love a good stability cushion shoe so I thought okay like maybe I'll give these a try I think they're the on cloud runners I don't know if there's like a like a number how I have like Gaviota fours. I don't know if there's like a cloud runner whatever number um but I did try those on and I ended up getting them and I did take my own, I have like custom inserts that I got fitted for at a Roadrunner store and now I can kind of just order them online and get them every time I get a new pair of running shoes because I have such high arches, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, tangent, um, brought the odds home. I did go on a 30 minute run with them and at first I was unsure because it's always, it's hard when something's different than you're used to. It's like a little bit of a transition, but I did really like them. And then towards the end, I felt so good. They did feel so much lighter and it's a different experience. So I'm going to start running in them a little bit more and kind of see, see how I feel. But yeah, we, we bought some shoes. <laughs> uh, moving right along. Friday was the 5k. It's an untimed, basically family fun run uh, with lots of character meet and greets. I did not participate. I had friends that participated though, and I loved everyone's costumes uh, the 10K was Saturday, so that was my race, and I was very much, like, going in with the mentality, I'm going to PR, like, that's what we're gonna do, and so I wanted to get there really early and try and see, like, what characters were out 
before heading to my corrals because I thought maybe if there's one I really wanted, I would wait before the race. But I got there at like three. My ep- my picture of the Epcot ball um, was, yes, I called it the Epcot ball, not Spaceship Earth. Um, but it, my picture was clocked at 3.14 a.m. So I thought that was like relatively very early, but there were already like hour long character lines for pictures and stuff. So I was like, okay, guess I'm not doing that. But I did dress up as Princess Elena and I have pictures on my Instagram at Onika's Paintbrush if you want to check those out. Um, But I was so excited for this costume because I feel like she's such a forgotten princess and she's my Latina queen. So obviously I had to do her some justice, but I was hoping that she would be at the like character meet and greets and she literally was not at the race at all. I was so mad. She ended up being at the half marathon the next day. Of course, of course, because that always happens. Um, But so, yeah, I was bummed about that. But uh, before the race, I met up with friends and like took pictures and videos. And this time I actually brought some snackies because during marathon weekend, I was so underfueled and I did my normal regiments, but it's like. By the time we got to the corral and like we're moving forward, getting ready to start, I'm like hungry already. And so after a few miles in, I'm like, I'm underfueled, like I'm starving. I just, I can't do this. And so now I've learned the hard way. Like I need more fuel, more snacks. Like you can't overdo it when you need to get ready for the race. And so I brought some pretzels and like a little Jif peanut butter, like an individual peanut butter. And my little Starbucks espresso, uh, it's like a double shot can, and uh, had that ready to go. And so I was munching on that in the corral, even though I like, I didn't feel that hungry. I still ate it because I was like, no, we are PRing today. We need to be fueled. We're ready. And we are not going to be starving by mile two like I normally am. <laughs> so had that ready. Uh, we got to meet up with even more friends like once we got into the corral, which is so fun. Like I love getting there early and making my way in the corral and like that's part of the experience for me and I think anyone who's done a run Disney race before is aware of like how early you should actually be getting there because while the race doesn't start until 5 a.m like you gotta be in your corral by like 4 or 4 30 they start closing corrals and then I don't know the later you are like the further back in the corral you are and it just less time for if you want to like stop for photos and have like more buffer for beating the balloon ladies. And so I don't know. I don't know. That's just my, my perspective. I'd just rather get there earlier. So that was so fun. Uh, we were in crowd B and such a good time. Uh, we, I think I always run with Ashley, my, my, my running buddy. Uh, and I told Ashley beforehand, I was like, we're going to PR. So here's what we're doing. <laughs> So here's what we're running. Um, And I was like telling everyone because I had a couple other friends too who like really wanted to PR. And so we were all like trying to hype each other up and be like, okay, no, we're going to do it. Like we're going to just do it. Like that's that's what we're going to do. So I was telling literally anyone who would listen. I was like, so listen, I'm going to PR. You ready? (laughs) Um, And that's what we did. So I have the Jeff Galloway gym boss timer for the run walk intervals and I did 90 second run 30 second walk intervals using the timer and I started it exactly when we started 
the start line <laughs> as well as synced it with my Garmin. So like I pressed everything at exactly the same time so I could kind of like gauge where I was and we stuck to it so strictly. Like we were diligent. We were right on those intervals feeling good. The weather was good. It, it was warm. It was warm. It could have been a lot warmer, but it was a bit humid. It was a bit warm, but not, not absolutely terrible. Not the worst it's felt like for springtime surprise. I'm expecting to feel for it to feel awful and humid and terrible and hot. Um, so that's why I wanted to like get the PR for princess weekend because springtime surprise, I'm going to PR and fun. That's the goal. Uh, yeah, but I was deaf sweating. I was deaf sweating. I had my Princess Selena like hair ponytail piece. And thankfully, like my outfit was just a tank top and like a skirt. And so I've run in that many times before and it's always good. So uh, we did get some fun photo pass pics of me and Ashley. Ashley was Elsa and she was kind of like more of like a bound, but she had the Elsa wig on. Oh my gosh, I can't believe she ran the entire race in that wig. But. We both looked like so funny because she had her Elsa braid and I had like my big Elena ponytail and uh, we got some funny pics. But Ashley and I got separated at the end, which was a bummer because like going through the race, we didn't find any characters that like we had to stop for. And like I was very much in the mentality of like unless there's Princess Elena on this course, I'm not stopping. Like I'm going to PR because... There weren't any characters that like I I needed to wait in line for, you know, like it just that wasn't my vibe. And I think we stopped briefly so that Ashley could get a selfie with Elsa, I think, or someone. I don't remember. We stopped like so brief because we weren't going to wait in line. Um, That just like wasn't our vibe. But uh, we did end up getting separated later on, like basically the last mile and this like woman stopped me here's some context we're running we're running like in the hollywood studios i think and they're playing a song by like princess sophia who if you don't know like princess sophia and princess elena are friends and so this the song was playing this lady turns to me and she's like your friend and just like starts talking and so I I just hear like the your friend part and I'm like trying to register what she's saying and so at first I thought she was like singing the song to me or like your friend princess Sophia or like I don't know like making a comment like your friend like or like this is your friend's song like you know because people will sometimes say things relating to your character and so I thought she was like going on that vibe like oh your friend princess Sophia blah 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 but that's not where this was going. She was like, your friend is a terrible runner. And, I, and I'm looking around like me and Ashley are separated at this point. Like we we aren't running with each other. Like we got we just got um, away from each other. And like normally we catch each other. But but I was stopped by this woman. And she was like, your friend is a terrible runner. Zigging and zagging on their phone. And it's like. I literally had to like take three seconds to just kind of like digest what she's saying to me. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, what? What? My friend? Like, who? And <laughs> and there's literally no one around us. Like, I, <sighs> here's the thing. This is opening a can of worms. I'm sorry. Um, here's the thing. You're at Run Disney. 
This isn't like a Boston qualifying event. You know what I mean? And there are people who take it seriously. And like, I, I get it. I take it seriously. And I would be annoyed too if someone was like cutting me off weird or like stopping right in front of me or being rude or like just not having good etiquette, not signaling like or like walking in front of you and you're trying to get around them and run. And so like I understand being annoyed and like frustrated, but like I also understand that this is a run Disney event and like I always do my best to follow runner etiquette and like not put myself in situations that like can help avoid I don't know encounters with people <laughs> like do not perceive me uh so I was just so taken aback by this because one we weren't in a like a close crowd and no one was like cutting anyone like I just couldn't see why like what she was commenting on like I just there wasn't a reason for it I just felt it was coming across like very curt and very like your friend like sucks basically like that's like how it was coming across to me and I literally was just like okay and if you're watching if you're not watching on YouTube I just did like a thumbs up with like a nervous little smile uh cool <laughs> yeah awesome like what do you like what do you want me to do <laughs> I'm confused I'm confused so then that was like slowing me down and then like I just feel so awkward I'm just like because it took me so long to register I thought she was singing to me I thought she was telling me like or commenting on something or like saying hello or I don't know and so it was just like oh okay okay cool um so that just kind of like took me back a little bit but like I said in my tips for princess weekend you just have to expect that people are gonna be rude and try to bring you down but you can't let them so I had to take some of my own advice because every race weekend I somehow encounter like someone being rude in some way or like being shoved or pushed or stepped on literally literally um and or like given attitude that's like so unnecessary like just shut up like you want to see some attitude okay I'll show you some attitude like come on I understand if like if again we are being annoying I think I mentioned this in like past podcast episodes like it's one thing when it's like okay I I I, I can be self-aware like I know when we're being annoying or whatever if we're doing something silly or stupid and I can like see from someone else's perspective how that might come across and like well I try not to do that in general but like I could see I could put myself in their shoes and be like okay but if I'm like there's no reason for this then that's when I'm like uh what was the point of this what were we trying to get at you know what I mean uh I would never go out of my way to like make a comment to someone with attitude or like be rude or try and ruin someone else's day but the second someone gives me attitude you've opened the floodgates like all bets are off as soon as someone's rude to me first uh uh-uh no 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 girl uh take a step back like did you mean to say that to me like what was the reason okay anyway that kind of like set me off a little bit and like it it wasn't that deep it really wasn't and it wasn't like a huge thing it just like again it it took me off my game and it slowed me down from Ashley and meanwhile like she wasn't like with me again and so I, I literally was like what what friend like what like I'm confused and it was just so uncalled for and so so unnecessary like anyway 
anyway, that little uh, side tangent. Moving right along. Um, <laughs> so I was trying to decide what my PR would have to be. Because again, going back to like my official PR versus my personal PR, like what was I going to like try and beat? Uh, because my official race PR time was, was it at Marathon Weekend or was it at Wine and Dine? Oh, I don't remember. Okay, I think, because I don't have it in my notes. I only have the time. I think it was Marathon Weekend. It, it was one of the two because those are my last, the last 10 Ks before Princess. Um, my time was one thirty one, and that was the official race time that I had. So, okay, that was my 10, 10K PR at that point. My training run in February, I PR'd at a 1.15 that my Garmin clocked at um, like the 6.2 miles. So I I didn't, I was like technically as long as I beat 1.31, that's still a PR because like official race time. But like personally in my mind and in my body, I was like, I know I run a 1.15 though. Like, oh, and like recently too. So it's like, Mm, I don't know so I I wasn't sure like what I was aiming for to be honest like I didn't set how like a normal person would probably do this like think about the pace then that you have to run like before you start the race but no I was like during the race I'll see what I'm running and figure it out from there I knew I had to be somewhere between an 11 and 11 30 pace so that's kind of like what we were going for um but there was not much more thought put into it than that I was just before mile six and I saw that I was at 110 on my Garmin and I tried to sync my Garmin up as like closely as I could with the starting line so that I could track it more accurately. And so I saw that I was at 110 just before mile six and I was like, okay, we got 0.2 left. Like, and we can beat the 115 if we start like booking it. So I was like, all right, game face. Like we sprinted and at this time, Ashley was like way, way ahead of me. And I saw her from like way, way beyond. But I was like, nah, she can just keep going and I'll just sprint and be right behind her basically. So I sprinted that last quarter mile. Holy crap. I was like, (gasps) after I crossed the finish line, like huffing and puffing because I was like, I was so close and I could just like taste the PR and like a true, true PR cutting off a lot from my official race time. Um, cutting off, what, 15 minutes? 16, 17, 18? I can't do arithmetic. Anyway, uh, the official time came back at 1.12.46. And oh my God, I was so happy. I think it was so emotional crossing that finish line because one, I had not crossed a finish line since marathon weekend the marathon uh that was the last race that I'd ran before doing princess and so it was already emotional in that sense because I felt so terrible after the marathon and well during too um but I just didn't feel strong I felt weak like I felt defeated and like while I was so happy crossing that finish line and like completing dopey in my first marathon, like that was, there was also that other side of like feeling defeated. And so coming into the princess 10 K, I also was like, I do not want to feel defeated. Like I want to feel strong. And so after crossing the finish line, hitting a PR, feeling so strong and like hitting the interval so well during the entire race, like I was so emotional and 
so happy. So it was, it was a memorable finish line. So that, that was pretty awesome. Uh, they handed us our medal with the plastic on it. And so that was interesting, but I like ripped that off and put my medal on right away. I was like, no, this is, this is great. So yeah, I felt so good. Uh, my per mile, my, my splits, I guess my mile one average pace was 12, 12. So mile one is always just garbage. Um, and we did take it uh, a little bit slower because I, I didn't do much warming up beforehand and then you're standing in the corrals and then that first kind of like rush out the gate you don't want to go too fast and so I think we weren't in the groove yet but mile two our average pace was 11.54 so that is negative split baby mile three our average pace was 11.29 so we were doing really good with our 90.30 and uh, our 5k time was 35.51 which is all right that's okay it's it's not my fastest, but again, we weren't going for fastest 5K. We were going for fastest 10K. So we got to think of like keeping keeping yourself going for doing a 5K twice, essentially. Um, mile four, we <laughs> we were no longer negative at this point. Uh, mile four, we averaged 11.41. Mile five, 11.18. Mile six, 11.04. We were picking it up. And then that last point two. Um, I was averaging 925 because <laughs> I was like, let's go <laughs> and like ignore the intervals for that last like couple of minutes essentially. Um, so my average heart rate throughout was 169, which I, th- I think is pretty good. Uh, I need to like do some more research, but I, I think that's like relatively good. Uh, and then the last push of like basically the last half mile, um, was 195. So that's really high. Um, but again, we were pushing it to the finish. So, I mean, that's expected. I ended up meeting up with like so many people at the finish. And that's just another major thing with these events is the community and meeting up with friends and pictures and chatting and just feeling so good. The endorphins are endorphining and we're all just so happy and a lot of my friends hit their PR and so we were all just so excited and celebrating together and like texting each other throughout and like all weekend being like okay well did you hit it did you hit it like we did perfect like slay um so that was just so fun went home showered and napped and then ended up going to Epcot for metal pictures since the 10k is Princess Belle, and if you're watching on YouTube, I'm wearing the Ray shirt with Princess Belle on it, um, and the medal looked basically the same. But I went and took a pic in France with my Belle medal, and had some fun. Had dinner at Garden Grill, and that was really good. I had never had dinner there before, but they had a good like vegetarian option, and all the characters come out. It's a character dining experience rather. So we met Mickey, Chip, and Dale, Pluto. And was that it? I think that was it. Maybe Goofy. I don't remember. Um, we had been drinking around the world at that point. So, because uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't have to race tomorrow. Ashley did. And I was so happy that I did not have to run the half marathon the next day for once in my life because I always do the challenges and I only did the 10K this time. So, yeah, I put all my energy into that. And that's also why I was like, we're only doing the 10K we're not doing the challenge. So I don't have to save myself for a half marathon the next day. So 
Let's go. So bringing us to Sunday, the final day of Princess Weekend, half marathon, I decided to spectate and I had never spectated for a race before because I'm always running it. (laughs) Um, But, you know, after marathon weekend and after completing Dopey, I had a newfound appreciation for spectators. Spectators save lives. Like if you can, please go spectate. Like if you maybe you aren't running the race or you're like maybe you don't have like a close family member running the race still go spectate if you got friends like if you know anyone running like go spectate because it makes such a difference as a runner like such a difference you literally feed off of people's energy and it that literally saved me during the marathon like people hyping me up and like the spectators were absolutely incredible like I needed it (laughs) so now having been on that end and like really really appreciating having spectators like I will I absolutely had to go do this uh so I I think I I didn't get to bed until like 9 p.m um which I try to go to bed really really early like 7 or 8 if I if I know I'm getting up on a run Disney weekend because hello 2 or 3 a.m wake up calls excuse me um I still need to get my eight hours (laughs) but um with spectating we didn't need to get to Epcot until like 4 15 uh because we just wanted to park there and then monorail over to where we were going to spectate which was at the Grand Floridian and um yeah so I I tried to get to bed still early because I was still going to be up at like 3 30 in the morning um but I again I haven't been sleeping well so I went to bed at nine I was in bed And I was like, all right, set my alarms. We're good to go. I'm ready. Go to sleep. My body wakes up. My body just on its own. And was like, oh, I was thinking, okay, it must be time to get up. Because I do have a sunrise uh, alarm clock. And so the light will come on before, uh, like gradually, before the alarm actually sounds. So sometimes I wake up uh, before the alarm goes off. And so I was thinking to myself, like, okay, I'm waking up. It must be time to get up. I look over on my phone check the time it's 9 45 i had slept for 40 minutes like (laughs) hello and my body was like oh time to get up you got your 40 minutes for the night like no no so that was just how the night went uh did not sleep very well and it just i don't know i'm gonna have to do something about this because sleep is so important but anyway uh, I ended up getting to Epcot around 4.20-ish. I met up with my friend Allison and a couple of uh, her other friends. And when I tell you that we were standing at the Epcot ball at like 4.30, but the amount of people still coming in, racers coming in, showing up for the race, for the half marathon, and being so nonchalant, walking like without a care in the world, so unbothered, like what is that like? What? 4.30? 4.30. What? Like, I'm like, if I show up later than 3.30, like, if it's like 3.35, which I have done for halves in the past, um, I'll be just like strolling in like 3.45. That is like already like, all right, whew, yeah, just made it. Like, wow, good job. Like, but 4.30, there were still busloads of people coming. Hordes, crowds of people. So unbothered. Like, what's it like 
to not be stressed. <laughs> Fun fact about me is I've never been relaxed ever. Oh, we, I think we were waiting there until like 4.45. 4.45. And there were still crowds of people like strolling in. Like, what? Like, even if you're in the last corral, like, because they close all the other corrals by like 5 or by 4.30. And like, they start um, like exactly at 5. Like, they don't go late except for the year that they did go late because uh, the bus issue. But anyway that's a story for another time um but yeah I just couldn't be me cannot relate we are not the same like that's your especially for the half marathon you have to walk like the two miles to the start line and so if you're just now going through security at Epcot you still have two miles to walk and then by the time you get there you're like the corrals are going to be moving so you're going to have to go right into like starting the race like you get off the bus and like essentially like you, you're going already like what like I understand sleep is important people like I understand but what it just I can't even fathom being that unbothered anyway uh we went to Grand Floridian and we took a little walkie to go stand by the mile seven marker and uh we were hit i'll say that much we we went uh viral on facebook (laughs) Um, because well mainly before my friend allison's sign which if you've been following any princess weekend or if you ran the half marathon you probably saw her sign uh it said you paid 229 dollars for this you have 106 dollars left like based on like where we were so from mile seven you had 106 dollars left of the race left to run uh so that was definitely a hit she she made that sign last year and ended up just like crossing out and writing out the new like prices for this year but so good uh my her other friend had a duke of hastings cut out and was holding it up the entire time like where are my Bridgerton fans at? <sighs> so beautiful. Such a beautiful man. Um, but we had that going for us. I had like a little sign that I had like quickly made the night before. And it just said, yes, with two S's, princess, and then a little crown. Uh, and then Allison brought a cowbell. And so we had the cowbell. We had like our signs, the Duke. And we were all yelling and screaming the entire time, which was so fun. And as a runner, like I never get to see the elite runners and like the winners and see the entire the entirety of runners going through the race because hello I am running in the race so that was such a like a unique experience as well that in that aspect because it's like the race from a whole new perspective which was so fun because I know having done the many half marathons and like being the runner like what that's like so it was just interesting um I tracked all my friends and like made sure like I told them like I'm at mile seven like say come say hello or like I'll I'll look for you um and so whenever they like went by I like would try and catch them and it's so hard in crowds of people because like they come so fast like it's so easy to miss someone but I we I found all my friends they said hello we grabbed a hug or a selfie or whatever and that was so fun but again 
when the race started, we got to see like the first people come through, which was so interesting. And I was like, you could watch their paces, you can watch their form and just kind of just just watch to be honest because like now as someone who's taking running a lot more seriously that's something that I am now watching for like what are other people wearing for shoes what are other people doing for training what are other people doing for form like what are they wearing like how do they look what's their mentality like are they like what are they doing like what are the elite people doing you know so that was pretty awesome. Um, and then we stayed all the way to the end, till the balloon ladies passed us. Um, and that was about 7.50 a.m.-ish. So, yeah, we the buses came through, balloon ladies came through. And it was interesting, too, because the balloon ladies are held accountable by the people on bikes. And everyone has their times going to make sure that the balloon ladies stay on the 16-minute-per-mile pace. And so they were walking by us. They were ahead of schedule. So they were stopped at the mile seven marker and they all had to like watch their watches and wait and then restart to make sure that like each mile was exactly at 16 minutes. Um, So one of the balloon ladies actually ran over and got a selfie with Duke of Hastings because they were ahead of schedule by like a a minute or something. Um, So that was fun. But it was also just interesting to see them. And yeah, I, I want to say I heard that they did wait for like the last people in the corral to like go at the start and instead of like immediately going with everyone so i i want to say that that was that occurred this race but i've also heard from marathon weekend that they didn't do that they didn't give a head start they just started like ahead of people in the corral and so people that were already next to or behind them were already at like a disadvantage so it just I don't know if they got feedback or what but that was just interesting to learn as well so it was so fun to spectate and cheer on the runners and like be on that side for once um which I don't even know when like the next time I could expect it is because I'm going to be running all the other races. <laughs> but uh, we ended up getting, oh, I ended up, went home, napped for literally the whole day <laughs> because I was so tired. Um, and I met up with Ashley again. We had dinner at Grand Floridian Cafe. So good. Uh, then we went to Enchanted Rose, which was perfect. And we took our little bell, 10K medals, and got some pics there, which was fun. And so it really was a perfect weekend. Like, yes, I was very exhausted, but I'm kind of just setting that aside and still calling it a great weekend. Then, moving along, the following weekend, I had the Best Damn Race 10K, and I thought to myself, well, could I beat 112? Like, (laughs) could I? Could I? So I, like, already went into it wanting to PR and, like, really focus on pace. So yeah, so during the week, um, I did one 35-minute easy run in my new ons, and I felt so good. Like, I intended on just going on, like, a 30-minute chill run, easy pace, like, no intervals, just, like, trying to run straight through, but, like, at a slower pace that I felt really comfortable at, that I could, like, hold all day, basically. I could do this all day. Um, And that's exactly how I felt. I felt so good. Um, I did just over three miles running straight through. My mile one time was 13.12. My mile two and three were exactly 12.23, like steady pace. 
Uh, my average heart rate was 154 and overall my average pace was 1242. So definitely, definitely slower, uh, <laughs> but felt so good. And I've been seeing all these things now that I'm more getting, getting more serious with running that it's like, you got to run slower to run faster. So you got to take your easy runs easy to then build up like on speed work and build up your pace. So I'm like taking that to heart and going, taking that real seriously. Um, but again, I felt amazing. Had to slow myself down constantly because I was like, I would felt so good that I was like, I can go faster. But I was like, no, no, we got to keep this easy. Stay where it's easy. Eat nice and easy. Um, and I knew that I was going to be pushing myself on the weekend. So that's another reason why I was like, you pushed yourself last weekend. You're going to push yourself again this weekend. You got to take it real easy. But I could have kept going forever. It feels, it was so good. Um, but yeah. And then I, I think on that Thursday, I did like another chill 30 minute walk run, super slow, super chill. I took uh, my dog cinnamon with me and like she had to stop a couple times. So it was just like, whatever, taking it so easy leading up to Saturday, which was the day of the 10 K and the race started at like seven, but it was in downtown Orlando. So I had to like drive an hour out there, uh, which, okay, it's not at 5am. So I guess I can't be complaining too much, but it was very humid and the sun was out by the time we were racing. So can I, can I complain? Drove out there. I ended up finding, um, my friend Shelby, who I didn't even know she was running, but we had just spectated together the, at the princess half marathon. And we were like, is that you Shelby? Monica? Hello. Um, and met up and I was like, well, I'm going to try and PR like, this is what I'm running. And she was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. Like I will definitely run that as well. And so we ended up running together, which was great. Cause I originally was thinking I was going to go in and run by myself, like, which is fine. Like I had my game plan and, but I had no experience with this race, like how things are run. Cause like when you do a Disney race, like, you know, exactly how it's going to go. And when you don't do a Disney race, <laughs> it's always different. So yeah, uh, I was like lost. I was like, where's the start? Like, I don't even know where to park, like what to do, like what the course is like, like, or do they even have water stops? Like all these things that like, I just, you never have to think about with a Disney race. Like but you do have to think about it when you're doing a non-Disney race. So I was so happy that uh, we found each other and were able to run. We did 90-30 intervals once again. And we were like, we were zooming. Like, let me, I got to go look at um, our splits because we, we started off pretty steady. Oh my gosh, I need to go look at this like right now. Let's see. Mile one... Our average pace was 10.55. Like, zoom in. Like, compared to, what was my princess one? My mile one average pace was 12.12. Whereas this race, 10.55. Like, that's significant. That is significant for, especially my slower runners. We are team slow runners over here. Um, so, that, like, we were pushing it on that on that run interval. Uh, my mile two was 10.55 again, and then 10.57, and then 10.38, 10.38 average, like, hello, um, I think that was, like, what, mile four, mile five, we had an incline, 
it wasn't like a hill or mountain or anything because like it's Florida but um we did have an incline and so we we were slowing down and it was very humid like the humidity was picking it up and I think the sun came out a little bit and it was so humid like disgusting um and so our pace dropped to 11.28 average and then what was this one I uh, I had it on like a workout so it's not listed like by mile so that's why I'm like what mile is this um but our next mile was average 11 minutes and then our last mile was 10.44 so we were we were picking it back up because I kept kind of eyeing my watch because I knew we had to be between like 10 and 10 15 minute like running pace when we were on the running intervals but we were literally like 9:30, 9:55 on like those faster uh, run intervals. So we were zooming. Um, and then that last point two, I guess I was at a 7:19 average pace. <laughs> I said sprint because <laughs> I was like, I want to get the PR. And like, thankfully, like with the race, it had the race joy app to go with it like to track you to tell you like what your finish time was going to be and so I had it connected to my um aftershocks and so each mile it would tell me like oh mile one and like you reached mile one like on the actual course and this is your expected finish time and it was 107 for a long time um but midway it got to 108 because we were slowing down a little bit on that uh slower mile but yeah oh my god it felt so good like I it was definitely a challenge like I felt good but I was pushing myself and I'm not used to having that like push run feeling because I've been training for distance for so long having training for dopey and not speed or like PRing or anything so that was just insane like that was quick and then yeah I finished with the 108 time and that was incredible I got to ring they have a best damn PR bell and so I stood in line for that I rang the bell and got my photo and was feeling so much better than everyone uh (laughs) so that was great and that's also a great race experience because there's like all this free stuff after which I mean I guess it's technically included with like your registration and stuff but um yeah you get like a t-shirt and like the goodie bag and like coupons for places and then after the race there's all these like tents set up and you get like pizza you get um a vodka lemonade you get a celsius you can get beer you can get snackies and um there they had a a 360 like dance booth and i posted that on my instagram story and that was so funny um oh gosh like just like a bunch of fun things and then the sun made made its way out uh and was shining and I was very stinky sweaty I think I looked at the weather and it was like feels like 90 degrees or something with like the humidity (laughs) absolutely insane um but yeah that was it was such a good race I was so exhausted after that but feeling good I ended up going to Universal Studios that night too and uh walking around so I was absolutely dead come Sunday but it's fine. Still went to Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot because that just started. And oh my gosh, so many good foods uh, to try. So I can't wait to go back. But anyway, uh, me rambling on here. Upcoming, I have the Springtime Surprise Challenge. And I am registered for the challenge, meaning I will be doing all the races. The 5K, the 10K, and the 10 miler. 
And I forgot that this race weekend also has yoga, I think. Someone posted that it's at Hollywood Studios this time. So that would be that'll be fun for everyone who signed up for yoga. Um, I will only be doing the three days. 5K, 10K, 10 miler. Ah! Which, before Dopey, I never did the 5K at Disney World. So I only do it if it's, like, in the challenges. So, yeah. I'm excited, though, because it's Pixar themed. My favorite themes. I don't know if it beats the villains theme, actually, when they did Wine and Dine in whatever it was, 2021. Uh, the villains. Oh, Oogie Boogie. So good. But, um... Pixar themed. I watched Cars and Monsters Inc. and Monsters University to kind of get ideas for costumes um, because the 5K is Cars themed, 10K is Monsters Inc. themed. And then the 10 miler is technically, I think Buzz is on the metal, so it's like Toy Story themed, but the challenge is Finding Nemo themed. So it's like you could really go for anything uh, within those. But yeah, I kind of constructed my own plan for training combining some of the Galloway recommendations based off of like a 10 miler because they don't have like a specific challenge training plan on the run Disney website but apparently they do have one in the Jeff Galloway app so um I recommend looking into that if you're looking for something I plan on doing some pelotoning and like light running as well as like speed work mixed in I'm going to take it really easy for the race weekend, though. We're going to PR and fun, like I said, and it's going to be so hot. So we're going to go out, like, all out with costumes and just have a good time. So I got my PR out of the way. <laughs> now I know I can, like, get to that point and, yeah, eventually take it back down. But it's getting hot here in Florida, so we'll see. Okay, moving on. Final segment, by the numbers, countdowns from posting date which i'm posting this on march 8th so these are my countdowns for my registered run disney races that are upcoming springtime surprise april 13th through the 16th that is one month and five days away same weekend that taylor swift is in tampa i've decided i've got to just take that thursday off of work because the thursday morning is going to be the expo and then thursday night is taylor swift and we're gonna have to drive all the way to tampa so yeah, there's no way I can work that day. Anyway, um, that weekend is going to be absolutely exhausting, but it's fine. Um, Disneyland, January 11th through 14th, 10 months and three days away. Um, my pace update, I haven't really done like an average pace calculation in a while, but I'm basically kind of averaging like that 1140 vibe with um my 90 30 intervals so i'm gonna go with that i'm just gonna say it's like around 11 40 um and my total mileage is like what is it, 6.2 plus 2 8 plus 3 like 11 ish like 11 ish um i'm gonna have to start picking that up though because i'm doing springtime challenge so i gotta i gotta start picking that up but um yeah we've got just a couple of weeks until wine nine registration i think that's on like what march 21st i don't think i actually put it in my calendar i normally put all the race registrations in but again I don't think I can register for anything so I it's been a little bit further back on my mind 
So I just don't know. I know I'm going to have so much FOMO, but it's just, it would be so much on my body and it would emotionally just like switching from like wedding to race mode and flying across country. And like, I know there's plenty of people out there who they do all the races like that, but like, bro, I don't know if I could do that. Um, so yeah. And next month in April is marathon weekend registration. Will I be doing dopey again? I kind of want to because because I need I need a revenge dopey I think is what it is and I was talking to anyone who would listen about this and just kind of babbling on me like well what if this or like what if this maybe if I just did the half and just did the bare minimum to get the coast to coast challenge like I could do that and like focus more on speed and not have to do marathon training and I just don't know but at the same time like Dopey has become a part of my personality at this point. Like, hello? So I've just gone back and forth so much. And I think I finally kind of just was talking it out and was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And then I was like, "Mm, I don't think I'm happy with that decision, though. Like, I think that's telling me now. It's that thing where it's like if you if you are in between two choices and you could flip a coin, that's when you know what you actually want it to land on because if it lands on the other thing and you're like upset with that and then you knew you wanted like the first thing tell me if that made sense to you or not <laughs> now I'm just babbling on but okay so I think I want to do it but I'm registered for Dumbo at Disneyland so it's gonna be dopey to Dumbo <laughs> Allison was like so you're dumpy for doing that <laughs> oh I had a good laugh dumpy Dumbo to or no dopey to Dumbo that's so much running but like here's the thing it's March if I start training now (laughs) ah crazy so I don't know I think I am I think I'm gonna try and register for dopey and do it more on that to come anyway Thank you so much for tuning in and I think I'm going to definitely share more about training and maybe potentially getting a running coach and more race registration. So definitely stay tuned, but thanks so much for listening and get moving.